0: When you hear this music, it's either Wednesday or Friday, and it's not Wednesday. Yeah, it's Friday, and it's time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi weekly podcast. Joining us in the studio again today is your Realty Expert, John Brodeen, and we're going to have a little chat with Mr. Brodeen right after this. Look, if home feels too big, let's get you a smaller one, and it's okay if the process seems daunting. Or you're having a hard time letting go because our network agents have the expertise to help you downsize and get you to just the right size now let's go get you home realty expert john Brodeen, how are you man hey i'm good good you got big plans for the weekend
1: Big, no, we are leaving for Tulum, Mexico on Wednesday. Oh, you are? So I'm going to get my rest in you while rat. I can. I know. Sorry.
0: <laughs> How long are you going to be gone for? Uh, for six days. Six days? Yep. Uh, do you go to the tanning bed and all that stuff so you look like you fit in when you go down there? No. No? Look, You're not I a tanning bed way. guy? No, no. You don't go get the spray tan? No. No?
1: <laughs> that would be embarrassing and go swimming and it all comes falling off. That's more embarrassing than admitting to going in the tanning bed.
0: Yeah, and people up here, you know, uh, you lose all your tan in the winter. And, and like me, I mean, I'm always tan in the summer, but I get so white in the winter, I'm almost blue. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's not a good look and, on the beach. Yeah, you can always tell, that guy must be from up north. Wow, man, that's going to be fun. I hope you guys have a great time. Yep. Uh, have you got things planned for
1: when you get down there? We, we just do a lot of relaxing. There's, I mean... Hanging out on the beach, uh, probably go get a massage. Mm-hmm. There's uh, cenotes that are close by, uh, which are like, it's it's all, the ground's all limestone in oh. that part of the Yucatan Peninsula. Okay. And so there's these underwater, like, swimming caves, basically. Oh. Or not underwater, underground swimming caves. Yep. That the water is just, like, crystal clear blue. You can see down and see all these rock sculptures down in the water. Not sculptures, but rock formations. Yep, yep. People, like, scuba dive in them. It's fun to swim in them. So we might go do that. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of fun beach clubs Mm -hmm. to go to. So this is not like your typical Mexico place. It's, uh, it's all like small boutique hotels. The architecture is really cool. They're nice. They're not all inclusive. So there's amazing restaurants all Mm -hmm. over down the strip, um, fun clubs. There's lots of really good stuff to do.
0: You know, I asked you on Wednesday's show when we were talking about Thanksgiving, if you have any cheat days and, uh, you said, yeah, your weekends. Now uh, for me, when I go to a location for vacation it's a cheat no matter how long I am there. Yeah. Does John Rodine cut loose and say, you know what, we're on vacation, or do you still kind of watch yourself?
1: Uh, I'm probably going to eat pretty much whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's Just no don't drink any. the water, right? Yeah, <laughs> don't drink the water, don't eat the ice. Yeah. that will be good. All right, what are you going to talk about today, John? Okay, so these are some really important things for first-time homebuyers to know. These were a couple of the top-voted uh, questions on social media that we got. Okay. Um, so... First off, down payments for first-time homebuyers. A lot of first-time homebuyers still have the impression that you need to put 20% down to buy a home. Uh, it's not true. The majority of first-time homebuyers use either 3.5% down or 5% down loans. You can go as low as 3% down. If you're buying something in East Grand Forks or in a small town or in rural North Dakota or Minnesota, you can use a USDA loan. That's going to have some income requirements, so you have to be beneath a certain income level Mm -hmm. to qualify for that um a lot of first-time home buyers, if they're if they require or sorry if they um if their income is beneath a certain level they can get down payment assistance so that's something worth checking into uh it's basically like a kind of a loan from the state that helps you finance your down payment money or finance a portion of your down payment money and the only way you have to pay it back is if you were to move in like a year or something like that so
0: Okay, where do people come up with this twenty percent down number? Then
1: the reason for the twenty percent down number is if you have if you put less than twenty percent down, you do have to get private mortgage insurance. But, okay, um, it's definitely worth it because uh, private mortgage insurance costs anywhere between like half a percent of the total loan amount to one percent of the loan amount. One percent would really be on the high end um, per year, so it's a pretty small amount. You're talking like hundred to a couple hundred bucks a month, and so this is just to cover the bank because the bank, you know, the, the borrower has less skin in the game. So it's a higher risk loan for the bank, but you're not paying a ton to be able to get in with such a low down payment. And if you think about how much the, how much the real estate market goes off on average per year, you know, it's pretty normal for the market to appreciate at an average of like 3%, 2 to 3% per year over the long term. um, so if you're paying half a percent per year until you build up that 20% equity, it's, oh. it's much better than waiting eight years to save up 20% yep. and have the house that you want to buy be what, uh, 20, 25% higher. Than, yeah. Uh,
0: than, so, you know, you guys teach me, I learn something new almost every time you guys are here, but now private loan insurance, is that is that tagged in, in with the mortgage? Because I know when I paid my house off, I didn't even realize this stuff, but then all of a sudden, now you got to worry about your house insurance and there's other things you got to worry about that you never had to before. Yeah. So is that tied in with the mortgage?
1: Yep, it's all going to be a part of your mortgage payment. So you're gonna, your mortgage payment's going to be comprised of your uh, principal, the, the amount of your loan you're actually paying mm-hmm. out each month, your interest, what you pay to the bank, Um, you're going to be saving up basically in your escrow account for your property taxes, which are due each year. And you're going to be saving up uh, in your escrow account for your homeowner's insurance that's due each year. And then you're also going to be adding in for your mortgage insurance that's due each year, um, you know, again, a smaller amount. Um, and that, that all is going to make up your, your house payment. So when a lender sits down with you and says, you want your house payment to be under 1900 a month, they're going to be factoring in mortgage insurance, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. Okay. Um, and I guess if you're looking at townhomes or condos, Con, uh, condo slash townhome association fees.
0: Oh sure, sure. Yeah. Now another thing I don't know a lot about. Um, I live in the country. I don't think I had to deal with this stuff. But special assessments yes. in Grand Forks. Okay, so this is a big thing, and a lot of
1: people don't. Um, it sounds like a scary thing. People are like, "Oh, special assessments are so high. It's terrible. You know, stay away from homes with specials." Every single neighborhood, when it was developed in Grand Forks, had special assessments. Whether the developer paid them off and then built those that you know extra money they spent into their lot prices, Mm -hmm. or whether the specials were passed on down to the homeowners that buy these homes, every house or every neighborhood in Grand Forks had them at some point. Um, It's basically when a new neighborhood goes in, you've got streets that have to be paved. You've got sewers that have to be run. You've got uh, electrical and gas that has to be brought to the area. You've got street lights. You've got gutters. You've got storm sewers. You've got a lot of infrastructure that has to mm-hmm. go into the Somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody's got to pay for it. Now, it makes sense that the people who are going to live in that development are going to be the ones who pay for it, not the rest of the town mm-hmm. the that doesn't get to benefit from it, right? So it's basically a loan that the city, uh, a-, a loan, from um, from the city that you pay back to them for putting in that infrastructure, it's split up amongst the homeowners in the new development. Um, it's usually so, like let's say the I don't know the exact numbers on this, but you know, let's say the streets are paid over twenty years, the sewers are paid over fifteen years, the um, electrical and gas are paid over thirty years. So basically, if a home to to cut to the bottom line, if a home has thirty thousand dollars in specials and it costs two hundred seventy thousand dollars the payment's going to be about the same um, as a home that costs $300,000 and has no special assessments because oh. it's in an older neighborhood.
0: Okay. So special assessments or a specials is you yes, usually here. So that's also included in the mortgage. It's not a separate payment uh, to yeah. the city or how does that work?
1: It's also included in the mortgage. So it's basically tacked onto your property taxes. So, you know, home in a, an existing neighborhood, might have property taxes of thirty five hundred a month. Um, the a same a similarly valued home in a brand new development, um, you might have thirty five hundred dollars a month in taxes, and then two thousand dollars. Or I'm saying per month. And okay, I meant yep. per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you might have an additional two thousand per year in special assessments. It's pretty normal, and uh, I'm just using examples for the numbers. But it's pretty normal for a new home to have anywhere from like twenty to fifty thousand dollars in specials. Um, you know and if you look at a 10 year old home they've been paid off for a few years so they've been they're going to be lower okay um, if you're looking at a 50 year old home the specials have been completely paid off probably long ago there are still there are some cases where there are specials on existing homes in older neighborhoods usually that's to help repay the city for like repaving the street or mm-hmm. to having to do new storm sewers or something like that
0: okay say you've got a 30 year mortgage uh on a new home mm-hmm. and say you paid off in 10 years Yeah. Does that mean specials are paid off? And if something does happen where they come in and say, we need new streets, we need new gutters here, we need a new whatever. How does that uh, then if you don't have a mortgage, then do they still tack on the the assessments to your house that you've been living in? And how would you pay that then? Okay, so that's a good question. When
1: you let's say you pay off your loan in 10 years. You've paid off the principal balance Mm -hmm. of that loan in 10 years. So you've been paying extra towards the principal. Yep. Unless you've been specifically paying uh, large sums towards um, the... The specials balance, your specials balance is just going to continue being paid down at the rate that you're currently paying it down. So just like how your property taxes never go away, you'd continue paying on the specials in addition to your property taxes, even if you paid off the loan on your house because you haven't paid off the specials yet. If you chose to, though, you could take twenty grand if you had twenty grand left on your specials and pay off those specials entirely. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that though if all of your neighbors still have specials Mm -hmm. because. let's say your house is worth about $300,000 and you and all your neighbors in the neighborhood have about 20,000 left on your special assessments, right? So if you take 20 grand and you decide to pay off your specials, you're counting on your home now being worth $20,000 more Mm -hmm. than all your neighbors' homes have sold for. So you're counting on the appraiser to give you that credit for those specials that you don't have. Um, I'd rather just sell the home for 300000 and have the buyer assume the balance of the right, $20,000 right.
0: specials. So something like that then, uh, if you still have to pay the specials, your mortgage is paid off, is that like a, a bi-yearly thing twice a year, like property taxes once a year, or is it a monthly deal?
1: Nope. Actually, when you pay your property taxes, let's say you have no loan on the house, mm-hmm. when you pay your property taxes, the you're just going to get one total amount, taxes oh, okay. and specials. And okay. You just pay that once a year. And we're always paying, um, I believe in Grand Forks, yeah, we're always paying a year ahead.
0: Okay.
1: I think Minnesota is a year behind.
0: So. Oh, well, boy, why doesn't that surprise me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what else you got for us today, John?
1: Um, that was pretty much it. Okay. Um, a lot of people are scared of specials. Don't be scared of specials. Just don't, um, don't fail, to, uh, fail to recognize them. Because if you're looking at a $300,000 home that was built in the 70s that has no specials, and then you're looking at a $300,000 brand new home right next to each other, Um, You need to realize that the $300,000 brand new home with $30,000 in specials, you know, your payment is going to be the same as if you picked out an existing older home Mm -hmm. that was $330,000. Right. So you want to compare apples to apples. You want to account for specials in that to stay on budget.
0: You know, I've heard people talk about specials for years, and now it has finally really been explained to me because... I'm not a very good listener sometimes, but uh, again, uh, I learned something new, yes. uh, and, and now I know why they call you guys Realty Experts. Thank you. Yeah, now you know. Um, I do need to ask you a favor. Uh, send us some pics from Mexico when you're down there. I will do,
1: as long as you want them. I don't know. Yeah, well, wanna...
0: well, I've seen some of your pics before. You uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you'll wait until we get a blizzard or something, too, because yeah. I'm sure one of those is coming. Uh, you have yourself a great weekend. Yeah, yeah, And you too. Uh, Man, have fun in, uh, in Mexico, and uh, yeah, say hi. To your wife I've never met her before but um saw her in the UND alumni magazine yeah, and I said yeah. that's gotta be John's wife and uh boy she's like a celebrity now
1: yeah she's they did a really nice feature on her so I'm she's had a lot of success. I'm super proud of her.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh take care and yeah. have fun. All right. You too, John. Oh, wait, you. wait. If uh somebody wants to get a John oh, Brodeen, yeah, get a hold of you, Realty Expert, how, how do me. they do that?
1: 701-213-5428. If you're on social media, check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I post a ton of great content on there.
0: All right. There you go. Thanks, John. Realty expert John Brodeen. And I tell you what, uh, like we always say, if you're going to buy or sell a property through this guy, John Brodine, get a hold of Executive Properties. If there's something you want changed, tweaked, or redone, they do it all. Commercial and residential work, not to mention snow removal. Give them a call, 701-330-1273, or go to executiveproperties.org. Well, there we go for the week. That's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. We'll have another one coming up on Wednesday. Till then, everybody, have yourself a wonderful weekend.